Hi everyone, welcome to episode 7 of this podcast, Sin Miedo al Doble Bogey. Today it's going to be in English because we have really important guests that have a really important project to show us. I think it's going to be a unique podcast. They are Matt, Jake and Brandon and they have a crazy goal for 2024. They want to tell all the PGA Tour events in 2024, but they have a really important message for the game of golf to show So stay tuned because I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna they're going to leave us speechless. So how are you guys? What's up? Thanks for having us. Good, doing well. Thanks for having us. Good, good. It's Masters Week. Can't complain. Can't complain. Can't complain. Absolutely. So guys, just to start, I would like you to introduce yourself a little bit, as it was like the first day of college. A little bit. People didn't. People doesn't know you. So whoever wants to start, just go for it. Yeah, I can start. Okay, go ahead, um, go ahead. Yeah, my name is Braden. Most most people call me Gents. I don't get Braden often, but uh, I uh, I work for Glen Abbey Golf Course in um, in Oakville, Ontario. So we're most of us. We're all Canadian. Most of us. We're all Canadian. So we all grew up in the same small town uh, city, um, Burlington. We all played hockey or golf or went to school together. So. Um, But yeah, I'm a I'm a bit of a golf nerd like the rest of us. So I think we all here are like golf nerds. Like it has to yeah. be yeah. Yeah. mandatory to be doing this podcast. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah, I'll go next. So my name's Matt. I'm also from the we're all from the same city, just outside of Toronto. Day to day, I work as an engineer and uh, got into golf. I always played golf growing up but hockey was my primary sport and then got super into it. Um, in when I got started going to college and in the summers I would play all the time. So now I'm up to playing 50, 60 rounds in a year and, uh, really enjoying it and really love watching it as well. Yeah, I guess I'm up. Yeah. My name's Jake, uh, echoing these guys. I'm also from Burlington, Ontario. And yeah, I know these guys kind of through, I knew gents through hockey and then, I met Matt through a bunch of mutual friends, so uh, the three of us clicked pretty pretty well. And now I live down in LA. I do sports marketing for a hockey team, and I didn't really get into golf, honestly. Like I was, I've been playing for a while, but I really got into it more during COVID when it was basically all you can do, and really helped my mental health. So that's that's where my golf fandom really came from. So what I understand, you guys are close friends since high school, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And then you grow up like together each other and then playing golf together and Jake a little bit later, but end up in this crazy sport that now you cannot quit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how it is. Super. That's exactly Super. how it is. That's great. I wish uh, like in 10 years I can say that my high school friends are as friends as like that kind of friendship as you, you guys have. So more or less, this podcast is for this big project that you guys have that is attending these all the PGA Tour events in 2024. But what I really like about you guys is the message that you have um, in the background of this big project. And I would like you to explain a little bit in more details for people. What's your project? What do you want to do? And what's the goal a little bit of that project? Yeah, sure. So our project is exactly what you said, is we want to attend every single PGA Tour event in the year 2024. And we're going to do this by buying and renovating a mini school bus 
and using that as like a, a house basically on wheels. And we're going to drive between events and, and sleep and live out of the, the bus. The idea itself came from, uh, we were in Phoenix last year, Jake and I went down to Phoenix uh, to watch the Waste Management Phoenix Open. And we were sitting there talking about how that tournament is so great for the game. And it's uh, really caters to a younger generation of golf fan. And we were actually heading back to Jake's in, in Los Angeles after the tournament. And we were joking around about how the next tournament after Phoenix was in Los Angeles and how we could go to two in a row. And then we were looking at the calendar and realized that the previous couple of events before Phoenix were also in California. And so then we thought maybe we'll take a month off work and rent one of these like RVs or something and spend a month just following the tour around through the California swing. And then it just sort of spiraled from there. We realized that the, most of the events are, for the most part, they're right beside each other or they're very close together. And so we can uh, pretty much go to every event with doing very minimal driving in between. There will be the off weeks where we'll have to do a lot. Uh, but for the most part, it's only a few hours between different events. And so that was our idea for for a couple of months, I would say, maybe about a month into us deciding that we were going to try and do this. We thought about the fact that we wanted... Okay, we lost a little bit of connection. Sorry, guys. So, Matt, can you explain it, re-explain it a little bit, what you were saying? Yeah, so the, the idea is we're essentially going to go to every single PGA Tour event in 2024, and we're going to buy and renovate a mini school bus and use that as a home on wheels in order for us to do this. So we'll just drive between the different events. And the way that we thought of this idea was Jake and I were down at the Waste Management Phoenix Open last year in 2022. And we were talking about how it's such a great event for catering to a younger generation of golf fan and how we wanted to go to some more different events throughout the year. And we were looking at the calendar and we were actually heading back to Los Angeles, which is where Jake lives. And we realized the next tournament was in LA and that we could go to that one too. And then we realized the previous three or four events before Phoenix were also in California. And so then we, we figured maybe one year we'll take a month off work and we can go to every event in the California swing four or five weeks in a row and how that'd be really fun and really cool to, to try out. And we just kind of spiraled the idea from there. We took a look at the full calendar and you realize like tournament to tournament, there's really not that much driving in between. There's off weeks or odd weeks where we would have to do quite a bit of driving, but we figured for the most part, it's only going to be a few hours of driving between events maximum. And so we just thought of the idea of like, how crazy would it be if we could go to literally every single event in one season? And so we came back from Phoenix and uh, basically just started up this idea. So we recruited gents because we were looking for a third person to, to join the team. And Jens is obviously a good friend of ours and someone that we play golf with and just kind of naturally made sense to add him in. And then we, about a month after we thought of the idea, we started thinking about how can we use this trip to make a difference or how can we do something more with, with the trip than just make it a really fun, cool experience for us. And so that's when we started uh, sort of brainstorming how can we, or what can we benefit through this trip? And so we sort of, came back to the idea of mental health and how mental our mental health has been benefited in different ways between the three of us by golf. And so we really want to use this trip and our platform to raise money and raise awareness for how golf can help your mental health. And then we also have sort of added on to that 
Uh, we want to try and do some work to reduce the financial barriers of, of entry into the sport. And then we really want to promote accessibility and diversity in the sport as well. So those are sort of our three pillars. And we're really looking forward to getting out on the road and uh, getting going with this. That's that's crazy. Let's just start from the beginning. So you guys went to Waste Management. That's, I think, the most entertaining uh, event in the PGA Tour crazy tell me you saw like a hauling one or something that happening there was a couple the year that we went but unfortunately because the waste management is the same weekend as the super bowl we were going back to la to go to the super bowl and so we left uh we only went to the tournament on the thursday and then we left to go back to la on the friday and i think there was one there was two on friday <coughs> i think right i don't know <clears throat> Doesn't yeah, matter. we missed them anyway. Bases, but we didn't get a chance to see them. Yeah. How was that atmosphere? You guys that went to some PGA Tour events, like it was just indescribable, like the best atmosphere in the PGA Tour event that you have ever been or oh, for sure. How was for it? For sure. Like we up in Canada, we only have one tournament a year on the PGA Tour and it's really fun and I think it's it does a really good job of showing what Canadian sports fandom is all about, but at the end of the day, the the waste management is just on another level in terms of the fan experience and the people that show up. Like it really is sort of a bucket list thing for people to attend, whether they're big golf fans or not. So the atmosphere was absolutely incredible and it's so hard not to be happy watching golf. It's really warm down in Scottsdale. You're sitting in the sun, you're with your friends watching golf. It, it really doesn't get much better than that. I don't think it gets much better. So for, for people that doesn't know that waste management is the tournament that everyone so it's the I think it's sixteen yeah sixteen the part three that it's all with people around it and it just it just gets crazy every holiday one. So you guys were there on Thursday and then after that day you realize that why we don't you why wouldn't we go to every PGA Tour event basically that will what happen. Just yeah it's that sort of simple. Evolved. It sort of evolved over over a few days of brainstorming, but yeah, that's ultimately where we what we arrived at. I was the recipient of a late night text. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, we we sent Jack a late night text to tell him we wanted they had, him to come with us. They had a few uh, few drinks, a few Kona big waves. Yeah, and I uh, I received the text while I was laying in bed. They were, these guys were out having fun. <laughs> How do you feel about it, though? <laughs> oh, I was I was on board, obviously, right away. Um, you know, I I ended up staying up a little longer than I planned to, talking to Matt while he was out having fun about the the idea and you know what what what's gonna unfold. And here we are, what a little over a year later now. You basically jump into the bus <laughs> right there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> great. So then you guys did, why we don't go to every PGA Tour event? And then you thought about doing, having this extra message about um, golfing, that mental health aspect, accessibility and community. So in the mental health aspect, what do you guys think that golf helped you the most in that mental health aspect? Yeah, like the, the conversations we had kind of shifted from when like, we wanted to do this for ourselves and just like be the fans at every event to like, how can we find more meaning behind this? Because we think like something like this has never been done before. And there's ways that we can really benefit others other than ourselves. And from a mental health aspect, just uh, from a personal standpoint, like it really helped me during COVID 
just getting out of the house and, and being able to socialize a little more and just be active in a, in a way that um, is beneficial to my mental health. So, and I know other people felt the same way. So we found a way that through that we can connect with a lot of people and really promote the, the aspects of golf that really help your mental health to people that might be struggling right now just because they might not know how good golf can really be towards your mental health. And that's, that's basically where we've shifted already. And we're also hoping to use our trip. Like, like we were talking offline earlier about our pool, we're doing a 50 50 pool right now that benefits us and just kind of helps fund our trip. But we're hoping while we're on the road, we can do these pools instead of 50 50 towards us. It actually goes towards a, a nonprofit that helps people uh, with mental health. So those are things that we're working on right now. And we've met with a lot of charities. We've been to a lot of events, uh, a lot of charity golf events that um, are focused on helping others. So um, it really means a lot to us to get to that point. And, and that's the whole reason behind us doing this um, at this point anyway. That's great. Yeah, guys, everyone listening to this after go to their webpage and then look everything they do because it's, it's insane. So you, Jake, that you said you start golf a little bit um, later. Do you think when you start golf, it really helps your mental health in that aspect? Like, do you? Yeah, well, yeah, well I, I've been playing for yeah. a while, but I, I, I didn't really get really into it until COVID um, when I was playing more often. But yeah, it, it definitely, like, I was looking forward to getting out there, just being outside. Uh, it's scientifically proven how um, being outside and, and physical activity really helps your mental health instead of, you know, like most people during COVID sat inside and they got into all these all these dark thoughts and, and all these negative thoughts that they had, and, and being outside really gets you away from those things. And so you, you, Jake, are in California, and you're having a great time, but then I think Brandon and Matt, you are in Toronto, not not able to play golf. So how is your mental health right now without, without just going outside and seeing snow and not ready to play golf? Do, do you see that there's, there's a big a, difference there? I'm a big fan of going to the simulator and, you know, finding – other ways to play golf, right? Like indoor and stuff. So I've, uh, more a technical, more a technical guy. We'll see. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't really, Fragment, uh, fragment numbers. Yeah, exactly. I like to see the stats. We're, we're, we're getting close to springtime. Yeah, right now, so it's we're, nice out. I, I think we're, we're all at the point here in Canada where we've got the itch to play again. And so we're just waiting for the weather to improve more consistently so that we can get out there and, and get playing. But there's no courses open right now, unfortunately. But yeah, we go to the simulator and we can still talk and hang out and uh, chat and watch golf and things like that. I think with, with COVID, it was just really hard to interact with people, right? And doing it over Zoom or, or virtually, just it, it's not the same as being able to get together in person. And so I think golf springboarded getting back to normal for a lot of people because that was one of the only things that you could do because it was an outdoor activity and we had really strict restrictions in Canada. So there was a while where golf was pretty much the only thing that you could do if you wanted to leave the house and see your friends. Absolutely. I think that COVID helped a lot to grow the game of golf because it was like the only sport without touching anyone. And then come like it's come, you go alone, you see, you go outside your house and then I think that COVID helped a lot for golf and people were like realizing that golf is like actually fun that we can play and it was like open barriers for everyone. I think COVID helped a lot for the growth of golf and then you guys want to show this accessi accessibility to the golf courses. 
but now with Yuma, we were saying that simulator it costs like like well it's super expensive like 60 dollars or something like that so how can you guys want to show this accessibility and this kind of taking the stereotype of golf is a rich sport like it's for rich people yeah so that's like something that we're obviously not going to be able to move the needle completely just through our trip right but our our approach is basically okay we really understand the benefits of of golf on your mental health and so what about the people that might not have access to playing golf maybe they don't have the financial resources to get into it or they don't have uh friends to play with or something like that so i guess what what our trip would aim to do in an ideal sense is basically just raise money so that we can offer uh, discounted clubs or, or buy equipment for someone who's looking to get into golf or offer them an opportunity to take some lessons or just do something to reduce the barrier of entry, the financial barrier of entry. Um, so I, ideally, I think what we're looking to do is throughout the trip, we're hoping to do various fundraisers and just basically always be trying to raise money for various types of initiatives. So we want to contribute to mental health charities and initiatives we want to you know use some of the some of the money that we raise to help people get into the sport as well and so we've looked at various ways of doing that so whether that's through helping uh, military veterans or or first responders things like that you know we we, we're very open in terms of what we want to do um so i think more we're not necessarily gonna be able to uh, debunk the stereotype that golf is a rich sport but our our hope and our our goal is to have some means to be able to help at least a few people get into it and therefore access those mental health benefits that you get from playing golf. Yeah. So basically, as more as you guys fundraise, more you will kind of develop your objectives and more able to, to help people And in this aspect, I understand. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Brandon, you as a third guy that started a little later, how... How did you see the project and the start and how it's going and growing? Is it every day taking like more real or how how is this project right now? Yeah, like the more time we put into it and the the more the the length of time we you know we've well, how do I say this? The the more passionate we've become towards the project and the more time we've put in is it's it's come a long way since, you know, I received that text, you know, you know, we've met with brands, people like yourself who want to hear more. No one's ever told us it's a bad idea. Um, right. So, you know, we're, we're really excited to get going and see where it goes. It cannot be a bad idea. Like for golfers as me as, and everyone, your three goals as community mental health accessibility, I think are the keys for this sport and guys, it's going to be, Super cool to watch you guys attending to all the PGA Tour events and live streaming that and see your see see what you do there and I'm pretty sure you will have a lot of fun there. And so what is what guys like the final goal of this project? How do you see yourself like in 2025 with 20, like with all this goal done, all this project done? What's gonna be like a good final goal for this project? Yeah, as long as like if we've moved the needle in one of our pillars or, you know, moved the needle just in the sport of golf itself, um, helped a lot of people, touched a lot of people. That's that's kind of the, the biggest goal. Um, but maybe, you know, 
future we could do you know little super fan sprint events right where we host a golf tournament and it helps a certain group or whatever right yeah yeah sorry go ahead matt I was just going to say, I think like I kind of look at it in a few ways, right? So it will be really successful if one, we have a bunch of people following us around and people think that it's a good idea and they think it's fun to follow the journey. And that that will allow us to engage with other golf fans and people with similar interests to us. So that would be really cool if we were able to achieve that. And then I think just as what what Braden just said, where if we – you know, even if it's a small number of people, if we can do something to help make a difference in someone's life, life, then I think that would ultimately be a success for us. I think even looking back on the experience, if we can look at even one person and say, we helped this person or we, we made a difference in this person's life and, you know, their everyday life is better off because of something we did for them, I think we would all be able to... Uh, you know, sleep at night knowing that it was a successful trip, but obviously we have loftier goals for that than that. But even just helping one person or one small community of people would be, would be a success in my eyes. Yeah. Like I like how Matt said the community aspect, like we're hoping that's another one of our pillars is to create like a community that really care about us and really care about our, our messaging that we're doing. So that means like People who follow us, they're, they're big on helping people with mental health issues or they want to help people with ac- accessibility and they want to do these things because we've really showcased why it's important for golf. So that's a big thing that I think by the end of the trip, if we can get that going, that'd be really helpful. And then by doing that, we can run golf tournaments where we the money goes to uh, th- this charity or that charity that really helps uh, people with mental health issues get into the sport or people that can't afford it or kids that can't afford clubs or whatever. Things like that would be uh, like a good outcome of our our journey as well. So, looking forward to it. Absolutely, I think the thing is what you guys said. It starts like a small idea, and then if that project goes really good, really good, it's like the after that you can help out of people with that project and the fundraise that you did in in 2024 and all this. But I guess in this project there are like we're saying about all the good things and the positive things, but I'm pretty sure there are a lot of barriers and negative things that happen to you guys i guess you will have to um quit your job or end with your job or how are you going to manage your job and being all day in a bus traveling around how did you guys think about that there's definitely some things just like you said while it sounds really fun and cool there are definitely some challenges we're going to encounter uh one of which is uh, what we're going to do for work. Right. So at this point we've kind of committed to leaving our jobs behind and basically picking up where we left off when we get back after the trip. Um, so I think for the three of us, it's sort of dependent on, uh, various things, right? Like, uh, gents might be able to just go back to the golf course, for example. Uh, who knows if my company will take me back, who knows what, whether I'll want to go back, right? Like there's so many different variables in that regard. And so I think our plan is just to take some time off from work and solely focus on this project. We obviously have very ambitious goals and we were just talking about what we consider success for the end of the project. And, we want to put all of our effort into trying to achieve those goals. And so that's why we're looking at basically taking us some leave from work. And then in terms of other challenges, like the reason why we picked a a short bus is because 
well, there's a few reasons, right? One of them is a, a big vehicle is, is bulky and it's annoying. It's tough to park. It's, and so we just figured it'd be better to be in a, a shorter vehicle that was easier to drive, easier to park, things like that. But originally the idea was supposed to be about how we are like super fans of the PGA tour and it's supposed to be difficult to accomplish going to every event. It's supposed to be a grind. And so the short bus really builds into that narrative that it's not comfortable. There's going to be three of us in a very confined space for eight to nine months. So it's not going to be comfortable. There's going to be times where we're, you know, we're getting on each other's nerves because we're sitting right beside each other for nine months at a time. So I think those are some of the challenges, but ultimately I think our passion and what we think this project can turn into really heavily outweighs those things. And we'll just sort of figure it out as we go along. So definitely some challenges, but not something we don't think we can overcome. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you, know, you guys know each other since you are really young. So I think you're going to be good in the best and no fights. And I wish the best in the best. And Now, just a funny question. You guys are, are young guys, pretty handsome. And what happened with your, do you have girlfriends? What are you going to do with, with your girls there? Or no they're girls? In the, in the, they're all, they're all cut. That's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> you already think about that before. Yeah, yeah we're way ahead. <laughs> That's, okay, no problems on that, though. Perfect. I was just thinking right now, I was like, eh, are their girlfriends going to be happy with that or... Or no? Yeah, it's kind of a funny question. Like if we were just got back from Phoenix and said like, and had a girlfriend and said, hey, I'm going to actually leave and go live with my buddies in a bus for nine months. Sure <laughs> so thankfully, none of us have partners. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know if everyone is going to be happy with that decision. But good. I guess you guys are more PGA Tour fans than Leaf fans, no? As I see. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think we just grew, we grew up watching the PGA Tour. It's what we've always followed. And so it just made natural sense for us to align ourselves with, with them. Nice. Do you guys watch Live Golf or not even or not even watching it? It's not even worth watching. No. Yeah, not even really worth watch. it. Okay, okay. Let's see if even some years PGA Tour gives you guys like a VIP car or something as more real PGA Tour um, yeah. <laughs> guest yeah, visitors. Yeah. We'll see what happens. See, we should we should we should text them to see, but I wish it could happen. And hard so, guys, but, what were you saying, Matt? I just said they're hard people to get a hold of. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But guys, you have a great project. So, um, I don't know. Like you never know. Let's see if one year, like you guys, like show that project to a lot of people and it reach a lot of a lot of golfers and can be successful. I think it's unique and you guys have the idea and the project. So it could be really successful. And what I was going to say is, so you guys think about that, that project as a work for a job, like after that or, or not as a work in, in that aspect. We, I, I think best case scenario is we, we can turn this into a business, right? But um, we all have our own unique aspects. So if we have to find a new job after then, So be it. Nice. Nice. So, guys, my last, idea, my last question is, when can I join your, your project? Like, when can I be a member of it? <laughs> It's just fantastic. Yeah, we're, we're 
we are hoping to have some sort of setup where we can have someone join us for like a week at a time here and there. So we'll definitely, we'll definitely keep in touch. And if we manage to, we, we're going to build the bus ourselves. So we'll have to figure out if we can get like a guest bed or something in there. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll, we'll add somebody for the week. I think it would be fun. Like we obviously are going to film a bunch of content and stuff. Right. So it'll be really fun to have someone join us and experience what life on the road is like for, for a week. So if we manage to figure out how to do that, we'll definitely, uh, keep in touch and get you get you in for a week nice i will i will love it so guys give me some spoilers what are your ideas what's coming to your brain about the project like some new things that you want to do or this what what are the ideas that you have in your brain right now my favorite idea is that like while we're driving between events have like a twitch stream or something going and then people cool. can ask us questions and stuff and bounce back and have conversations That's cool. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be much faster trip if you guys do yeah. some Twitch yeah. thing. And then the seven hours drive is going to be much faster for sure. Yeah. That's a short one for us, actually. That <laughs> a seven hours is not, is a nice one. Well, what, what's, what's the short, what's the longest one that you guys look? Uh, basically there's going to be one week. Uh, so we don't actually know the schedule yet. The The tour hasn't come out with their official 2024 schedule. So we aren't totally sure, but if we use recent years as, as a model or an example for what we can come to expect, there's one where we'll have to drive from, from Los Angeles down over to Florida. And we'll have, if we're going to try and go to every tournament, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, We'll be finishing a tournament in Los Angeles on the Sunday and we'll have to be in Florida by the Wednesday. So we'll have basically three days and like a Sunday evening to drive across the entire country. And so we've mapped that out. We've done a few different routes. It's anywhere from sort of a 40 to 50 hour drive over three days, which will be pretty crazy. But there's three of us so we can all take turns driving and, uh, you know, try and stay rested and. And we think that that's going to be one of the funner parts of the trip itself. We think people will enjoy following a cross-country road trip that's really quick. And that's actually one of the things I think, at least personally, that I'm most excited for is uh, it's, it's a bit of a challenge. It, can, we, can we get across the country in three days? Um, so that's, that's probably the longest one. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a lot of challenges. That's pretty crazy, though. I was nothing about 50 hours drive. But, I mean, I think people will enjoy 50 hours of Twitch, you guys, uh, <laughs> screaming at each other. And <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do a bunch of stuff on that one. A bunch of crazy yeah, we'll, things. Well, our plan is to have a couple of GoPros in the bus. So we'll have basically unlimited content, whether we're live streaming or not. And so our our goal, or what we'll basically do is we'll take a bunch of funny things that happen or videos, or we'll just kind of document the whole thing and put together a, a YouTube clip and probably some short clips that we'll throw up on social media and stuff. And we're hoping people will come to us with ideas for like places to eat or cool sites that we can see along the way, but we got to see them quickly kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of being like, you three as a group, but then having that connection with all the people, the spectators, they're, they're following you guys, no? That's kind of the idea, more or less. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge part of the project, is we want 
that well, community aspect, no, as you said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even though it's just the three of us doing it, we want people to feel like they have an input in what we do or or a place that we go or something that we see. Like we want people to be able to contribute to the trip and make the trip that much better and live vicariously through us or meet up with us in one spot or whatever. But we want people to feel like they have the opportunity to contribute to it. Yeah, I think that's a huge part of the trip and I'm pretty sure people will love it. So the Twitch was one idea. Do you have guys have like some more ideas or the Twitch is like the big one? Yeah, I think we have lots. We have lots. We uh, we definitely want to get out and play some golf while we're going along the way. We have an idea to try and cycle between two events that aren't as far. Like we're going to have a bike rack with a couple of bikes on the on the bus. So one of our ideas was if we have an event that's, you know, maybe a two hour drive, like we could do that really easily. So maybe we we rotate in and we collectively cycle there was one cool idea that we had um and also a good way to stay active because we're going to be um you know moving around a lot and and living in a confined space so we want to make sure that we're staying active so that's another idea that we have um and then we have um you know we want people to uh, help us make playlists for music we want to uh, record a bunch of data. So like how long we've spent driving, how far we've driven individual stats. So like Braden over the course of the entire trip drove for 150 hours, which is nothing, right? It'll be way higher than that, but something like that. <laughs> It will be really cool to kind of see, you know, who drove, who can drive the longest uh, or who ends up driving the longest, who drives the farthest distance, uh, things like that. And And so it's going to be a combination of, you know, showing people what life on the road is like while also showing all the golf stuff as well and all the different things that we hope to do for other people. That's crazy. I can't wait to, to see you guys on the road and doing all the things. Like, I think you guys have really good ideas. If I have some ideas, I will I will tell it to you. But, I mean... You, you, you guys have it. Like, I think it's going to be, it's going to be great and people will love it for sure. For sure. Are you guys ready though for a whole year all together with that crazy ideas, documentary, all your life and having so much fun? Yep. Yep. We're ready. We're, we're very forward. ready. Yeah. It's getting more real every day. So I think we're all pretty excited to get going. I'd say a bit nervous too, more but fun. mostly excited. Yeah. It has to be really exciting. So thank you so much, guys. And it's Masters Week, so I will like to talk a little bit about the Masters. And you as a huge golf fans, how do you see the Masters this week? Excited? Yeah, really excited. Obviously, it's and it's Easter weekend too, so we get the day off tomorrow, Good Friday. Um, so excited to see how the tournament shakes up. And we've put together our fantasy pool for it as well so it's kind of a fun way to to watch the tournament because we all have basically a roster of players that we've chosen so we were kind of following our own players which will be really fun as well and and more excited to go next year to the masters that's gonna be sick yeah hopefully yeah. hope so we'll figure out a way we'll get in there somehow yeah disguise ourselves as partners or something and we'll get caddies in there. yeah <laughs> Just go in with a ladder when we show up into the bus. <laughs> Get those vests. I don't know, but you guys have to go. Like it should be mandatory for you guys. 
Yeah, yeah we're going to try. Like, at, at, around now is probably week 15 or 16 of the calendar year. So if everything goes according to plan, we'll be we'll have attended you know, 15 events in a row, probably. So it would, we would definitely want to make sure the streak stays intact by attending the, uh, the masters. So we're working on it. We're working on it. Okay, but we're feeling okay. about getting there. That's, that has to be so cool. Who, who are your picks to win the masters this week? Jordan Spieth. Spieth. Spieth is I a was, big one. I was on John Rahm until he doubled the first hole. <laughs> Hey, he's back. Yeah. He just made he's eagle. Back. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, yeah. I'm still on Rom, I think. Okay, okay. What yeah. about you, Jake? Yeah, like we were talking about this because, like, we want to be at the event when either like Rory gets the the jacket or a Canadian wins. So I think we're all selfishly we don't want Rory to win this year, even though like we're all Rory fans. But I'd probably say Max Homa was my guess before. Max Homa. Cool. I mean. Who is not Rory fans, but like I think everyone has to be a Rory fan. Okay, I think it was like my pick to win this year, Rory. But if you guys want to watch it, I guess I will change my pick. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you want to see him complete the slam when we're there. Yeah, that, that, Yeah, I understand. I understand. I mean, I totally get it. And don't wait for John Ram, my Spanish guy. Is I think he's coming back. He just made four pads on number one. I think he was a little nervous, yeah. but he got his he got his uh, nerves out on the first hole, and now he's gonna go off. That that was kind of Ernie L's um, video, yeah, though. Like it kind of scared me. One hole with Ernie, anyways. Our boy Mike Weir finished even par. Today. Even par today. Yeah, I saw that. Really? Nice. Well, he he was playing alone too. Yeah, Kevin Odd dipped. <laughs> he might win. That's, that's, At least he I was mean, in the group, so he didn't have to wait around all the time playing by imagine himself. Imagine, this guy's back in bed already. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know if tomorrow he's going to play alone again. That I don't know what's going on there. Well, maybe they'll put that. Don't they have a, a member? who? They have maybe... a member that plays. The guy has the course record. He shot 62. Yeah. What? Yeah. A member shot 62 there? Yeah, have a, they call them a marker, so they don't like people playing alone. So if there's an odd number of guys that make the cut, they put the this member in, and he's he's not competing in the tournament. He's just out there playing as a, a marker. But he's like, yeah, obviously a really good golfer, and so they just played in it. He's played the he's he's played in it a bunch of times. Like if you Google him, he's gone out during the tournament quite a few times, and all he does is just he keeps score for the other player and he just plays. So just to make it seem more normal for the guys. Yeah. I didn't know that. So he's the same guy, always like a marker. Like do you have that yeah. guy? That's, that's yeah, crazy. It's, uh, I want to say it's like Jeff Knox or something. Yeah. He's no. been, he's been the member for a long, long time. So guy. tomorrow Jeff Knox is going to be on 223 masters. He'll probably beat Mike Weir. <laughs> Imagine if he beats Mike Weir. <laughs> <laughs> But like, they don't show him on TV or anything like that, right? It's as if he's not like because he's not competing in the tournament. He's oh, just so a placeholder. They don't even show it. Yeah, that's that's kind of sad. I mean, it's kind of sad. But imagine you guys go to the Masters next year, and then someone breaks like the ankle or something, and then Matt goes there like I want to play. <laughs> <Something like that. laughs> Brings him in. He brought he his clubs. Fifty clubs are in the bus. 
more alert. I'll have to be more alert if I'm out there swinging the clubs, hacking around. Imagine Matt. I see Matt with a GoPro in his face, like, and then another one on the chest, and then playing there. Pretty good content. Good, good content for sure. Good content. But guys, good luck for Mike Weir. Um, that was pretty impressive. And let's see if Rory can go second this year, and then we it can win next year. And then it'll win next year when we're there. Yeah, yeah. we will. We'll try to do that for for you guys. Um, thank you so much, you guys. If you want to some like talk a little bit more about how we can help you guys and to fundraise money and everything for your project, it's your time. Jake. Yeah, you can go on our uh, on our Instagram. We have uh, a few uh, brand deals if you go on our story, so you can buy our golf balls there at Olden Golf. It's like we have our logo on there, so if you want to stock up, go on there. We have Can I Wellness, which is um, there are these oral sprays that help with anxiety, sleep, depression, and you can find that on our website too. And then we also have a Venmo on there if you want to send us uh, some coin for for gas or bus renovations or anything like that. Perfect. So thank you so much, guys. I wish you the best uh, and. And guys, go to their Instagrams and let's participate in the pool in the Masters. I can I can wait to participate. So yeah. thank you so much, guys. Have a really good yeah. Masters week and good luck in your project. Yeah, thanks you for having us. us. Thank you. You're welcome. See you.